content, I got a supplement. We on the money making mission, ain't no competition. It just hustle blends. I tell them, never tell the left what the right knows. Young visionary, facing all adversity. Sticking to my Bible and my wife, check my life. A million dollars ain't enough. You gotta run it up. Yeah, uh. You gotta run it up. They say we sick with it, you better wear a mask. They say we're moving towards the top, but we work like we're trash. I mean, these conversations happening, you shouldn't have asked. We're the winners of the future, not a slave to the past. You said we never, ever make it, and I'm saying you lied. Tune in every Monday, press play, share, and subscribe. Your invoice has been processed. Bring me my money, don't hide. Don't play with me, I'm Kingdom and I'm Southside. I'm Kingdom and I'm Southside. Hey, what's up, all you cool cats and kittens? Really? Wow, that was that was hard. Yeah, that was hard for me to say, too, actually. Let's not do that again. Anyways, welcome back, guys, to another episode of... Million Dollar Conversations Podcast. I am one half of your hosts. My name is Patrice Anguini. I'm your favorite rich auntie. Don't bring your kids over to my house if they ain't got no money. Thank you. Uncle T, a.k.a. the boss man, you know, boss hogging stuff like Slim Thugger. You know who it is. Wow. I feel like you worked on that. Actually, no, that was off top. Wow. So you're really proud of it. I'm actually very proud that that actually made sense. Anyway, y'all, we are back with another episode. We out here in these streets. We out here. Well, no, we're not out here in these streets because we still locked down on the quarantine. Um, I find it very interesting to just continue to um, document. And by documentation, I mean this podcast. Um, how we're progressing throughout this, this quarantine. It's been a very interesting time. It's actually been a very cool time. What would you say? I would say, you know, this this time has really taught me to um, hone new skills. Yeah. Um, to be obedient. You know, there's this one thing I God revealed to me as I was in the bathroom, because that's where I used to get my revelations. What were you doing in the bathroom? Uh, number two, deuce, deuce. Nice. Anyways, um, I was in the bathroom, and God was like, discipline. We often talk about how much we want to be disciplined, but we don't really understand that. When the word disciple mm. is mentioned, the first thing that you start to hear in the, you know, the, I guess the prefix of mm-hmm. the word is disciple, discipline. Right, right. You know, you're, you have to be able to discipline your body. Mm. You have to be able to discipline your mind. You have to be able to lead before you fo- or follow before you lead. Right, and, right. And all those have been key ingredients in creating great um people in the world and, and that's how God uses us he first has to discipline us so God was to let me know that I wasn't getting to my goals because I wasn't disciplined enough you know I feel like um, when it comes to discipline it's something I definitely embraced a, lo- a lot more when I got older um because I just used to think it was like a um I used to think it was like a restraint. I used Mm. to think of discipline like you're clipping my wings and you don't want me to fly. Right. And so if I do this because you told me to do this, first of all, I've always kind of, I'm not going to say I've had an issue with authority. I'm not going to say that because I respect authority. But I think that I've, if I didn't know why you was telling me to do something, I just had questions. I just had questions. And so now I'm I'm just now kind of coming into why discipline is so important because you will not always be motivated. 
You won't. You won't always be motivated. You won't always feel like getting up and doing something or feel like being somewhere or being there at a certain time. But discipline comes to remind you that, hey, this is why we do this. I think discipline is the why. Right. We struggle with the idea of letting go of control. And I think, yeah, I think discipline teaches you to surrender Mm. and it brings subject to your flesh. It brings subject to your mindset Mm. and it causes you to see what's bigger. It it causes you to trust in God more. Right. Because now you're giving back the keys to the master. You get you're saying, God, you handle this. Right. So when you're disciplining your body, you're saying like, no, like all them tacos and all those uh, honey buns. Like I, I don't want you in this season because I want to get to a better goal. So do you think that you can technically be disciplined in moderation? Um, like, <laughs> like, explain that. Okay, moderation is what people would consider like the happy medium of things. You know, like, I don't smoke a full pack of cigarettes every day. I smoke one. Um, I don't eat out all the time. I just eat out once sometimes, a week or once every two weeks. You know okay. what I mean? Like, is that what? Because it seems like the public opinion of discipline is that it's this hardcore, you know, strenuous, you know, you can't color outside the lines type of situation and that there's no room for forgive. So, you know, I I think people choose that balance because it sounds, sounds okay. Like it sounds doable, but I think discipline takes you to a limit. It takes you to an edge to where you, You'll either be great or you'll be I or you'll be trash. Like in my mind, that's how I see discipline. I mm-hmm. see it more of a how bad do you want it? Mm-hmm. That oh, it's made available for you. Just like Jesus' blood is made available for your sins. Mm-hmm. It's up to you how much you want to apply it to those sins. Right. Like the choice is still made there too. You can wake up and walk two miles. You can wake up and run another three miles right. at the end of the day. The choice is yours. So when that time has been allotted... Now it's up to you to go and actually do the action behind it. Mm-hmm. But some of us, since we do, we didn't do the action, what we do is we use it as an excuse of why, you know, we're moderating because it's a little bit too much for us. Mm-hmm. So is the question, is it too much for you or you just don't want to do it? Mm-hmm. And this is for me. Like, this is not to condemn anybody, criticize anybody, like judge anybody. It's more of a... We never know what's in us until we actually put it into action. Mm. The same effort that we took to be undisciplined, if we put it to being disciplined, imagine how many things we would accomplish. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I don't think people want to flip what they've always done. Um, So just a real quick, you know, sidebar, a little plug in real quick. So, y'all, we have survived the entire month of April. All right. Um, And... Uh, May is coming this Friday so in May are a lot of great great wonderful things that only listeners of MDC Podcast would know about because I mean you're listeners of MDC Podcast Um, a lot of the things my husband was talking about are things that he actually wrote about in his book his book is called Journal for Dreamers Journal for Dreamers this is um, specifically a prayer journal for men. All right, like, tell me the last time you ever saw a prayer journal for men. I'll wait. Exactly. All right, so there's not a lot out there. There's not a lot of supporting um, 
um, things out there to support our men, to teach our men like how to be better husbands, better fathers, better better friends, better brothers, better whatever. Like there's not a lot of that. And so for you to just kind of create, not kind of, but to create a lane um, that was looking real dim or it felt like conversations that weren't ha- being had in the men's stratosphere, you're creating those conversations. Um, so shout out to you because one, I really like the way you look. <laughs> Ew, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. I like that. I like that. Talk that talk, girl. Come on. What else? Don't do that. That bothers me. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, um, man, I love everything about you. Oh, man. You being so sweet, man. We over here just. Um, no, I'm serious. Like, thank I, you. I love everything about you. And, thank you, baby. Um, to be bold and step out and do what there's not a lot of, um, I respect you and I, I really admire it and I'm so excited um, for it to take off, take flight and land in the hands of um, people who are going to do great things with it. Amen. You know, and I trust God. Yeah. Uh, amongst all the other things that we're doing in our businesses and our adventures, like trusting God is the first thing. Um, it Man. sounds so simple. It sounds so, um, and we all do that. No, like, I think trusting God is seeing things before they are here. Like, you know, I know that this was a five year ago type of plan that God had for me, but it took five years to create the actual book. But I know that it was with purpose. You know, I, if we could just keep it a whole bill with our, our listeners, because Um, I think it's important that y'all know where we are. Like, you know, we've been, this business has kind of gone to a new level during this quarantine. And I don't say that in a way, like a braggadocious way. Like, it's gone to a different level um, and it's requiring so much more of us um, with, with everything that's going on and, you know, still having to maintain the jobs that we're supposed to be working home from but um (laughs) you know what I mean like no that we are working home from and um just the you know just maintaining other things around us and everything it's it's hard you know and so I don't understand how people are entrepreneurs and don't pray like I don't understand how you can do this and and we haven't even hit the tip like this is just the tip of the iceberg we haven't even hit the pinnacle of, of what's going to happen you know um but it's we're far from where we came from, but we got so much far further to go. And so I've just been kind of feeling like the, um, like entrepreneurship, you just have these like really high highs and these really like low, low. Yeah. Like you, you have a lot of that, you know, you just don't know where it comes from, what's happening, who, who likes you one day, who's, who's like "Uh -uh," the next day, you don't know. Um, you just don't know if you're pushing in the right direction. You don't know if it's being received. You don't know. Um, you just don't know. I think that's what it is. It's uncertainty. And that's exactly why you need faith. That's exactly why you need um, to 100% being aligned with God. I say that a lot in our podcast. Um, and I know I don't want it to be lip service. Like, legitimately, I don't see how people can can push without going back and refilling with Christ. I just don't understand it. I'm not judging it. I'm not mad at it. I just don't understand how you can have disbelief in the creator of your creation and still just just I don't get it. 
And, and you know, it's okay that you're saying that you don't get it. Um, and if you don't understand something, we still know who the source is for understanding. Right. We still know the right. source for wisdom, the source for why do we do what we do. Right. And God will always bring it back to your remembrance that you were there at one yeah. point. Yeah. That you were in a place where you weren't seeking him. Right. God will remind you of the moments where you fall short in his plan and in the things that you're supposed to mm-hmm. uh, be achieving and in and, your purpose. And what I love about God, that he doesn't use those things against you. Right. And right. In, in the pursuit of entrepreneurship, you could find yourself losing Christ in pursuit of the business, in pursuit of the job, and whatever it is, in pursuit of the career, or in pursuit of being famous, whatever your go-to thing is. So I always keep myself grounded and humble, and we keep ourselves grounded and humble by trusting him. I know it sounds so repetitive. It sounds so, I mean, that's what that is what you're supposed to do. But trusting him is not just a one in, you know, once in once a month type of thing. Trusting him is a daily walk. Right. Right. I mean, and it's so much further we can even go with that just in trusting God because God has been so good to us and just giving us different ideas giving us different strategies giving us you know just different ways to push different creative ways to to do things even naming things in our business it's been a hundred percent God um and you know what I mean it's just it's crazy. It's it's really crazy out here. Um, the way God gives us things and we either mishandle it or we we somehow blindly do exactly what he says that we do. It's like we're blindfolded and we're in a maze and right. we're just simply listening for instruction. Right. I, I love God because you can cash that check each time. Mm-hmm. Like you don't got to worry about that check bouncing. And when God gives you that check which is in the form of an idea yeah or in the form of a business that he owns right when you're going to cash it it's not a matter of how much is in it is how much do you want to be in it it's a level of faith that you have to have with what he has put in place for you and a bigger level of surrenderance in what you do with it right so you could be like man it's just a just another idea it's just another name. It's just another business that you you gave me five ideas, God. Why am I still struggling in my household? Yeah. Why am I still paying bills? You gave me the ability to sing. You gave me the ability to do all these different talents. Right. And you're still asking God, and God is saying, "Your hands." Yeah. That's the revelation I got every time. Like I was getting fired or I lost a job, God kept pointing me back to my hands, and I was so frustrated. Right. He was right. like, "Your hands." What are they for? Mm-hmm. I gave them to you so that you can use them. Right. And sometimes we think we got to go outside the box and start recreating things that mm-hmm. are not there. Right. And God will take you back to the basic of basics. And he says, your hands. Right. If you just use your hands right. and you stop the excuses and you don't reach out and say, you know, I got my hands out looking yeah. for my hand out. Yeah. That yeah. somebody's going to grab me and take me to the top. Right. You'll see God working through that thing. So in our business, like I never want to have the excuse of uh, I didn't deliver. We didn't deliver because if I have the ability to wake up and God gives me another day, another opportunity to go out there and get what 
is rightfully mine and rightfully mm, ours. That we have a full opportunity to. Exactly. Right. So that's where the opportunity for growth happens. So when you fall, you don't blame it on, oh, man, I just had a long day. I'm going to mm-hmm. pat myself on the back because I did one thing. Mm-hmm. You hold yourself accountable. And in a lot of our lives, we're not holding each other accountable because we'd rather be comfortable. So in the world of millennial social media, um, it, it seems like there's not a happy medium at all between um, celebrating victories and um, like holding yourself accountable, like how you said, like, you know, if I tell myself like, you know, it, it's almost like it's shame, shameful to say, man, I did good today in this area, but I sucked in this area or not sucked. But I, you know, I wish I could have done better in this area. It seems like some people say, no, 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 no. <laughs> Go look at everything you did right today. Sure. All of that matters. It does matter. It sure does. And then there's some people who are going to say, no, you should look at everything you did. You suck today. You didn't wake up at 5 a.m. You didn't run five miles. You didn't drink a smoothie today. You didn't, you know, clean the whole house and, and sage it. And, and, and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You didn't eat herbs today. Like, <laughs> you know, like there's going to be people that, that, talk about the things you didn't do so like where do we find the medium or why is the medium not acceptable because i do think we know how to find the medium Mm -hmm. and i think that comes with true contentment in christ i really do when you understand where things have gone good and where things are are needing improvement where there's a hundred percent opportunity for growth and learning how to take um criticism constructively and not personally there's a difference between greatness, good, and bad. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that people truly understand that. Okay. I think that greatness is a principle that is, 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 is available in the earth realm. Right. Whether you're right. a believer right. or not a believer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, whether you believe Jesus Christ is alive or not, like, right. what goes up must come down. Gravity right. still works the same. It's a right. principle. Right. So greatness is a principle. Mm-hmm. And when you're able to apply discipline, when you're able to apply accountability, when you're able to apply his provisions as believers, we should be winning more than the people in the world. Mm-hmm. Based off of the fact we have the greatest victory in Jesus. Mm -hmm. See, what happens is that we'd rather settle for average because we are intimidated of our greatness. We're absolutely intimidated by what's inside of us. A hundred percent. Scared of our own dreams. So I've realized that in order to maximize the greatness, the purpose that God has put inside of me, I have to go lower in asking him for guidance. Mm. You know, when you when you were a kid and you don't know how to do something, you know how to find somebody who knows how to do it, right. whether it's good or bad. Right, right. I, I use an example for myself. I did not know how to. <laughs> this is so so <laughs> random, but I did not know how to smoke. Oh, okay. we're going that far. Okay. But this is for an example. I did not know how to smoke, and I. You wanted, recruited help. I recruited help. Oh, that how was... do I roll? You oh. know, where do I purchase? Oh, you had questions, right? So you needed the starter pack. Yeah, so I, I found. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna name names. I found people mm-hmm. around me who used to do that, right? Or still do. I don't know because they're not around anymore. And I asked them for the instructions. How do I do? this right and they were able to give me guidance and i was able to pick that up daily Mm -hmm. and 
the the problem that people have is that they think that some questions are dumb when it comes to the kingdom. People think that God is not able to answer your questions. God isn't at all intimidated by our questions. He right. is um, the creator of heaven and earth. He created you. He created your mama and your mama's 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 mama. There are things that he has more access to, um, obviously, just because of his position right. than you ever could in your own self-discovery. So he's not intimidated, shooken, or feel it, or disrespected by our questions. Um, I think that when those questions are rooted in doubt, that can deter you from Amen. getting the real answer that God can give. But I think when it is absolutely rooted in faith, that no matter what God says, or no matter how God moves after I ask this question, I know that it's in his will. Then at that point, that's when you get real revelation. Right. I, I agree with that, Patrice. And, uh, I, well, I, thank you, Tweety. <laughs> I love you. Um, <laughs> what? He's getting that? on newscasting on me. Um, <laughs> um, man, you look beautiful today. Thanks. Anyways, um, I just want to I just want to keep it like you said a bill. Uh, that's that's cool. I want to oh keep it gosh. a bill and, and just yeah. He recycles like my slang. And, I sure do. But he like if he doesn't understand the context, he just throw it in wherever and say it real fast. <laughs> If you are that person, like whenever you hear something and then all of a sudden you just throw it in just to see if it works and if the other person received it. it it's in my role. I want you to now. seek help. It's, I it's, want you to seek help. Find help. Call 1-800-I'mabiter.com. Uh, hey, you buy my stuff all the time. I just let it go. <laughs> but I just, I, I, I feel like, man, God is moving so heavy in this season of... Um, our businesses and the things that we're doing that I, I love to ask them questions that are just so random. I got questions. Go ahead. No, I'm agreeing with you. I'm yeah. saying I got questions. I got a lot of questions that I come to God with. And sometimes God is so funny. Like he'll answer it in your dog. He'll answer it in just seeing somebody do something that is foolish. But to you, you saw the wisdom behind why they did it. Like, it just sounds so ridiculous to other people, but to you, you can pull something from it. Mm-hmm. And that's how God reveals a lot of um, my messages. That's how he re- reveals a lot of the word that he puts inside of me, that he will, re- he will reveal a thing and then point me back to the word. You know, um, Tweety and I were talking earlier um, about overdraft fees. <laughs> Press one if you have experience with overdraft fees. Um, no, I'm just playing. Um, I'm not though. Like if you, you know, we just nah, started. It's group. okay. Um, <laughs> but we'll do, uh, uh, overdraft anonymous. Overdraft anonymous. Um, if you ever had to call the bank and be like, I have no idea how to, I like, I never spent a hundred dollars yeah. on Amazon. Yeah, who's Tweety and Whitney? Like, I don't know who, who is that, that is. You know, but um, now nah, we've had our fair share of dealings with it. Um, and and we're not gonna sit up here in front and stun and act like we ain't dealt with it, haven't seen it, <laughs> you know. Um, but what it taught us, um is discipline or lack thereof, which is tying all up in our mentions today. 
um, that when we were undisciplined in a thing that God gave us to steward, and whenever we ended up with the deficit of it, how okay we became with the deficit, and then therefore we got charged. Like, you know, I remember when I was real young, getting my first job, and all of a sudden my account went negative, you know, because you make like $160 a paycheck or something crazy like that. Um, and you go buy shoes and you wonder why you ain't got no money. I remember being like, dang, why are they charging me to be broke? You know, but it's your responsibility to obtain what God gave you or what, what, whatever is, is your, in your currency, whatever's your balance is, you know, like it's your, it's your responsibility to obtain, like, you know what I mean? To sustain that and to make sure that it doesn't. So you have to, we have to be responsible for every move we make that has been given in, um, to our balance, everything that's been put into our account, um, our spiritual account, everything that God has already given us. What are we doing? Where are we spending it at? Right. And I've learned that I'm not okay with losing anymore. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm yeah. not. And yeah. I, I can stand on that, that I hate losing mm-hmm. because I don't have to. Mm-hmm. And for so long, we've been so okay with losing mm-hmm. that it became a norm. Right. I'm so okay with overdraft fees that as long as it's just thirty five dollars, <laughs> I'm okay. But that's thirty five dollars that, that you, you clearly don't have. Right. <laughs> and now you're borderline a part time employee at these banks. Yeah. Because you're paying them and you're playing catch up. Right. With things that you had full, you know what I mean? Control of. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm not okay with losing. If you know me, whether it's basketball, whether it's um, Scrabble, um, <laughs> anything competitive. Anything competitive. I hate losing. Why do I hate losing? Because it's an option. Mm-hmm. Second place is an option. You don't have to lose. You don't have to, especially as a believer. Trust and believe that you don't have to. Because guess what? You already have the victory. Come on, you better. Be, you better be out here preaching. So a lot of people got the victory, but they losing. So I'm, I'm, I'm asking myself, why are they losing? Yeah. They're losing because they choose to lose. Right. Because if you knew of Jesus, if you knew of what he did you for you. You want to keep operating in deficit. Right. You're still operating out of lack. You're still operating off of the poverty-stricken oh, wow. mindset. Yes. How we just, you know, oh, well, I just got enough. Or I'm going to spend my last $2 on this Chick-fil-A sandwich. I'm going to find some coins in the bottom of my car. Listen, I listen. Been there. <laughs> and then just our urges for things and how we indulge in things. And the, I'm not even talking about money no more, y'all. Like, I've been stopped talking about money. Right, right. <laughs> this I, is either going to go over your head or you're going to understand Are you going to understand it? That's it. That's all. And, and, and what I've realized is that a lot of people, including myself at one point, it was so cool to lose because we was all losing. It's so easy to flock together and say, man, like, hey, we are taking L, so let's let's take them together because mm-hmm. we can band together. How do you enslave a million people? Their minds. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. let them know that they're not able to read. You let them know that they're not capable right. of understanding anything. Right. You let them know that they're a lower class citizen, right. that the color of their skin or the place that they're from. If right. you're from uh, 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 Israel, you're not like the Egyptians. You're not as smart as us. That You can see countless of times where if I can enslave you in your mind, I can enslave you in your physical body. Mm-hmm. I can enslave your lifestyle. I can enslave your mindset. And what what that does, it puts you in a spiritual coma Mm. where you're alive, 
but you're still dead. So that actually brings up a really good point. I remember last week when um, we were talking to Warren and Hershey, um, and we were talking a little bit about like how it seems like, or not seems like, but how Twitter is not responding very well to the productivity challenges that are being presented during the pandemic, you know, saying like, this is not a product, a productivity uh, competition. Everybody ain't got to be out here being productive, blase, 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 <laughs> you know, and then other people are like, y'all better get out here and start businesses. Y'all better do this and that. And again, no middle ground, no un- understanding, no reasoning of either side. Right. But what you said made so, 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 so much sense. Um, the fact that we people who have found a new level of freedom and saying I could create my own product, I could create my own service, I can go out here and I can influence people and I can I can find a stream of income. Nobody's telling everybody in the world that they need to be an entrepreneur because that would be impossible. Nobody would be working for these entrepreneurs at that point. But what it's saying is that once you free your mind from the slave mentality, you don't have to have a slave mentality just because you go to work every day. You don't have to. You can still be an obedient worker, an obedient employee, and not have the slave mentality. It's when you start to think this is as good as it's going to get. There's nothing wrong with being at your job for 30, 40 years and saying, I like being here. I like making a difference here. I don't feel stuck here. If that person is 100% in agreement that that's where they are, then I, I mean, who are you to say that they're enslaved? Who are you to say this? But to go and to be frustrated and to be stuck and to always have a complaint and to always be like, I don't know what to do next, that, but to continue to go back and do it, to continue to get hit and say, oh, I can't stand getting hit, but then go back mm-hmm. and do it. We're enslaved to something at that point. Right. And My mindset when it comes to the topic of what God said Mm -hmm. is simple. That you believe on what God said, not what man said. Mm -hmm. So I can't tell you what your career goal should be. I can't tell you what the gift inside of you should be. But have you gone back to God Mm -hmm. and asked him for direction on what he said to you? Right, right. A lot of people don't do that. So they keep doing what they're doing in frustration. Or I think people, you know what I think happens because I, and I know because I've done it, is like, you get so frustrated even in your attempt to pray that like God, like you can't even move freely through your prayer. Like you can't even get all the way through it. So that in your mind is a cosign that you have went to go talk to God. You didn't hear nothing Mm -hmm. because you were already frustrated. You already had your mind made up. You was already entangled in your own thoughts and your own decisions. And now God didn't tell me nothing, and now I'm back in the level of disbelief. <laughs> I'm tired of being frustrated. I'm tired of it, too, And other people also. Man. And, you know, some people are doing the right thing, but frustrated that other people are not doing the right thing. Yeah. That you believe on God. You believe in Jesus. You believe in the word of God, but you frustrated at people who don't. Mm. That's not Christianity. Wow. Christianity is not, I got saved. You need to get saved because I said so. Yeah. That's not how it works. Right. Christianity is that look what God did for me. Look what Christ did for me. He can do the same thing for you, my brother, Mm -hmm. my sister. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if we're all walking around frustrated, who's believing on what? True. True. So at the end of the day, the biggest battle that we have as believers is to trust God. When you trust him, you don't got to look to the left, to the right, behind you, in front of you. You look at what he gave you. Right. 
Right. You have everything you need. Exactly. Everything. So you lack nothing. As we're moving into our relationship talk, we talked a lot about business, about faith. But in our relationship topic, I want us to discuss about, you know, the the things that help marriages grow, the bond. You know, sometimes we even need that individual time to right, right. to really get our minds mm-hmm. together. It's not like, well, I'm mad at Patrice and she can go upstairs and do her thing. And when, when we meet together again, we're, we're mad at each other. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking mm-hmm. more about just finding that alone time even within your marriage on um, things that you do differently i like to play basketball patrice don't like to play basketball mm-hmm. it don't mean that i gotta drag her to the mm-hmm. court <laughs> which will be all right but still oh buddy i'm gonna come around one day yeah one day one day um yeah for sure i definitely think that um understanding I, I like to be in Tweety's space. I do. I'm I'm that wife. Um, I love my husband. I, I like, like my space. <laughs> I like <laughs> being around my husband. I like talking to my husband. It doesn't have to be husbandly and wifely talk all the time. It can be just mano to mano. Hey, this or hey that or I ask my husband um, questions and of any and every caliber. Um, because I like to talk to him. I, I He's incredibly wise, and I love to get that from him. Um, and then I also like to have my quiet time, and I like to to understand some things for myself. And he, I don't ever see my husband as noise. Like, I, I feel like there's a lot of noise that I could, you know, partake in. Yeah. But I don't see you as noise. I see you as as a vehicle for clarity for me in a lot of areas. Um, And I'm thankful for you, but I totally agree. Like, you know, that first year, like I find, I always say I'm forever that wife that don't like spending time away from her husband that don't like, you know, you trying to do a girl's trip. I ain't, I ain't about to do all that. Like, I don't like y'all as much as I like my husband. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I just kind of always been that person nothing against anyone but I just I like to be at home I didn't get married to spend to spend my nights away from my husband mm-hmm. um but I say that to say pretty much that you also have to find your own groove and your own rhythm as well um because sometimes our own thought patterns can become so intertwined with one another um it's not necessarily a bad thing but you, you you have to create some opportunity to miss one another too, you know. Right. So especially <laughs> in a time like this. Yeah, yeah, where we all up and under each other all the time. Naps are in sync. Um, it's <laughs> it's crazy. It's a really crazy time we're living through, but it's been bonding like no other. Um, you know, me and my husband bonded on a different level. Like your girl needed a wax, and I got it done. It's all right. That's mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, we're going to take care of everything. And I believe that there's no shame in that. And, um, yeah. I mean, that happened. <laughs> um, and it was painful. And But he was dedicated to the job. And we got it done. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But I will continue um, going to get uh, professionally waxed. <laughs> What are you saying? I'm an amateur. No, I'm just saying, like you was. I did. It was. I was trying to create a masterpiece, and I sure did. Drinks water. 
Thanks, Tweety. Um, but yeah, man, like um, we get some conversations about like relationships often about um, people ask us about deal breakers all the time. People ask us about like dating and like what that should be like and everything. I feel like, you know what? I feel like people create this whole. Have you seen that? Um, It's like this cartoon meme of like this black, like it's a black couple and they're each laying on their own beds and it's like I prayed for you and it's like <laughs> I prayed for you too and like everybody's reposting it like everybody's like oh my god this is just so that like this is just and I'm like dang in those early stages is that really like a thing like what are the things that impress you in the early stages of dating? what are the things that impress you but they actually have impacts like I don't need you to just tell me you pray for me and you don't even know what to pray for me about or or, or I mean I guess I, maybe I'm making being too critical because he could have literally meant like you know I just mentioned your name to God and just prayed for your wellness and you you know just for you to be good and you to let be me, safe let me put it like this help means send help do not hold weight in my life necessarily right uh, because one they could be sourced from three different people who had three different perspectives. Mm-hmm. By the time it gets to you, you have your own perspective. Mm-hmm. You have your own idea of what it means to you. Right, right. That, yeah, that's, that sounds good. It feels good. But how do we put it into action? Yeah. That's why it spreads. That's why it goes viral because it's like everybody's trying to put it into action. Right. How many memes have you seen about Jesus mm-hmm. and how many people still refuse him? How many means have you seen about wealth? And how many people still have overdrafts? Mm-hmm. A lot. Mm-hmm. So how do you take those memes and make them into action? Mm-hmm. The only way you do is actually finding them yourself, like finding the book yourself and reading it, not the excerpt out of it. Right. You know, not the little quotables. It sounds good. So I hear you pretty much saying don't take something that just looks popular right. or something that looks trendy or something that's like, oh, and, and then just... And then try to base and build your life off of that one thing. You could put it on a vision board. You could say this is how you're going to apply it every day, which is a provision. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you don't have the why behind it, the why are you changing your habit? If you're a smoker, I'm changing my habit because I want to live Mm -hmm. longer than I anticipate if I continue Smoking. Right, right. If you're right, a drinker, right. your reason for stopping to drink or stop drinking would be that you don't want your liver to fail. True, true. So if you are trying to change a habit in your life, you have to understand why you're doing that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The meme can't help you get to the why. It could point you to a why, but it's going to be you to put it into action. In this particular meme, I really don't think it was... It's probably not that deep, but I just felt like... No, no, no. I felt... No, I I absolutely agree with what you're saying. Um, I think that sometimes... And and we've talked about this in previous podcasts. um, The trendiness of Christianity... Like, it, it, but it, the trendiness in the wrong way. Like, it's not trendy as if, like, a bunch of people are, like committing and submitting their life to Christ. It's just like a lot of people saying like, I'm spiritual. Mm-hmm. Uh, I prayed for you. I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. You know, like just throwing stuff all the way around. And, you know, I just tend to think that sometimes people feel like that's synonymous with getting married in marriage. And I think that some people look at marriage and tend to think that that is synonymous with 
the ultimate success and right. life is made and all of this and all of that. And, you know, like I'm, life is perfect because I jumped on the Jesus train and I got me a man. Right. You can you can make marriage an idol. Yeah. You can make singleness an idol. Cause yeah. Because you see it all the time. I'm a mm-hmm. virgin. I'm mm-hmm. uh, abstinent. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and that's all these people keep talking about. Speaking of that, we were watching... Um, married at first sight yeah and there's this young lady who um she was a virgin and when the show came on she finally you know when they got married she married this young man i forgot their name iris and keith and iris keith and iris yes so as you know they started dating like the only thing that she could keep bringing up was the fact that she was a virgin Mm-hmm. To the point where dudes just get getting turned off because it's yeah. not that you're a virgin that's stopping me from right. liking you or from <laughs> wanting, but that's all we talk about, right? So and we're not moving past, right? The fact. Like I have acknowledged that you are a virgin. You've acknowledged <laughs> it. <laughs> so what do we do with that? Yeah. Right. And, yeah, and this is not to down her because I believe that you know that's a that's a tough topic, especially right. when somebody you've met this person for a month and they want you to give it. You know, yeah, trying to take you from zero to 100, right? I I don't think that's fair to either either person, right? But what I took from it is that we can make an idol even on things that we're doing right or things that we think we're doing right, right? So when when it came to her just like breaking those walls of like, you know, do I want to build a life on my uh virginity or do I want to build my life as a wife, yeah. She got caught up in the, you know, the virgin talk and she wasn't focused on the wife talk. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm through with this. So he left her up there at the, I know you haven't seen it. But. Dang, stop spoiling it. I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> Yo, look, 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 If y'all are married and y'all know what it's like when somebody watches stuff ahead of you, like, I want you to understand that is the ultimate betrayal. Anyways, the whole point of the story, <laughs> I'm going to segue into that, was to say that don't get so caught up in what you don't have mm-hmm. or what you seem that or, or what you see that other people have and that you don't. You can be like, man, I'm single. Why is everybody married or I'm married? Why can't I still do what I want to do as if I am single? Yeah. And get caught up in trying to be something and somebody you're not. Right. Instead of letting God be impatient with them because he knows the person that you need. Mm-hmm. But you have to be wise enough to go ask him, Lord. Is this per- is this the person for me? What should I be doing in this season of waiting? Right. But you know, we too busy trying to find. You know, our Stella got a groove back, and you know, finding whatever. It's we- selling well. It's right. selling well. Like right. it's the people know how to, or should I say, media and all other outlets that we have access to. They know how to dangle the carrot. Right. Things that you had, honestly, like you, you wasn't even tripping about before, but all of a sudden you see it advertised or you see somebody talking about it or you see, you know, a show about it or you see your favorite actress or singer doing it. All of a sudden it invokes something in you. Right. The well is never dry when yeah. it comes to Jesus. Yeah. And I know Come the on. world, Come on. the word lies to you and he says, you know, the water that he gives, it's, it's for a season and then it becomes dry. Mm-hmm. But I want to tell you that it's eternal water mm-hmm. that you can go back and dip in that same pool of Jesus and he'll cover you. Mm-hmm. He'll cover you in the season of looking for a husband. Yeah, He'll cover you in the season when you're looking for a wife. Yeah, He is the one that covers you. You know the story of the woman at the well who talks about this woman who had multiple husbands. Mm-hmm. It's talking about us, y'all. 
that we had multiple idols. We had yeah. multiple distractions, right. Multiple, right. Right. multiple things that were going on. And we didn't know that he was the source. Yeah. Yes. So when God reveals to us that he's Come the on. source, our job is to run back and tell others. Yes. Yo, I got this amazing wife. Not from anybody else. Not from, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I got him from, I got her from God. I got her from Jesus and vice versa. And when we don't get caught up in that, you know what? I, 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 I dug this well myself. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit of water out of it, but that's mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You're so proud of something that you created, but not knowing that you created a monster. <laughs> you yeah. created something that's going to be destructive. You over here spending the currency that God has given you and you overdrafting. And now you got to pay it back just to be current. Amen. Yeah. You got to repent. That's you paying it back right. just to be current, just to be brought back up to where you were. Or just to be brought back to zero, honestly, so you could build on top of it. Yeah, don't get fooled with these celebrity marriages, these you know, so so called you know um, relationship goals, relationship goals, <laughs> and come to my this counseling and you know get on my phone call and do I'm not just, believe the hype. Yeah, I'm like, ain't nobody gonna tell you who your husband gonna be in a fifteen. Nobody minute possesses that. <laughs> nobody. I mean, so you mean you're a guru for fifteen minutes, and there you go. I found my husband thanks to you. It, it doesn't. It, do, it doesn't work like that. But right. I, I tell you what, get on a fifteen minute prayer. Yeah. With Jesus. Come I, on. A conversation with Jesus, which is a plug to my book. The first chapter. Ha! I talk about conversations with Jesus. Yeah. We get so caught up in, you know, I'm praying, I'm praying. And we get, we have these now isms that we create in our prayer. Our mm-hmm. Father who mm-hmm. art in heaven. No, that's great. That's great. It's great stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not how you talk on a regular. Mm-hmm. You don't start mm-hmm. off with thou and hither and tither mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all these mm-hmm. words that from, you know, King James. No problem. I love King James. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is when I talk to God, I talk to him like tweet. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I communicate with him as if he's right there. Right, right. That it's not about the empty noise that I create by just shouting and hooping and hollering because that that's just tingling symbols. Yes. But when I have a conversation with him, I can pray with God all day long mm-hmm. by myself mm-hmm. with my eyes open, too. Right. It still means it's a prayer. Right. It's a conversation. Right. He said with my eyes open. Yeah. <laughs> Therefore, there's a dialogue back and forth. Mm-hmm. I pray and listen. Most mm-hmm. of us pray to pray. Mm-hmm. But no, we got to learn how to pray to listen. Mm-hmm. And then once we listen, we have to comprehend. We mm-hmm. No, we have to apprehend. Then we have and to then to we have to comprehend. And then we have to put it into action. Yes, yes. On what he said. Daily. Not what you said. Yeah. So when you're having these conversations with Jesus, you can simply ask, Lord, show me an area in my life where I lack faith in you. Right. Teach me your ways. Right. Then you find a verse and you put a provision on it. And that becomes your go-to weapon Mm -hmm. for the day. Mm-hmm. If you know you struggle with uh, pride, I struggle mm-hmm. with that a lot. Mm-hmm. I struggled with that. Yeah. But I'm now capable to use it as a sword. Right. I'm able to teach others how to apply the word of God in their lives. Right. So what we're saying is that, look, we know it's hard. It's or hard it's, out here. It, let, me, let me change that. It seems hard. Yeah. We know it's challenging. It, it, yeah. It, it might feel like you are at that place of, 
I don't see the end. I don't see the light. I'm frustrated in this area of my life. I'm frustrated that I don't have this or I don't have that. But what I'm telling you is every time you harp on that negative thing, even the overdraft, you can harp on it so long that you let it pile up. Yeah. You can be like, well, what's another one going to hurt? Mm-hmm. I'm already <laughs> behind $75. I'm already behind mm-hmm. 120 What's I could go up to 500 mm-hmm. if I want to because the bank is going to give that to me. Mm-hmm. And then you burn a bridge because you can't go back to that bank no more. Because right. you, you're going to end up running and be like, well, I'm going to just start something somewhere else. I heard the Chase give you $200 bonus when you sign up. Right. <laughs> and, you know, lastly, um, me and my wife were talking about, you know, when people say ignorance is bliss. And I was like, no, it's not. Ignorance breeds idiocy. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in the fullness of the word mm-hmm. that we end up doing things that we didn't think through. Mm. When you think through something, you're like, well, I can avoid the trouble of failing in this area Mm. by trusting God, but I'd rather do it by myself. So I can say I'm Mm self-made. You know, you hear that a lot. I'm self-made. Absolutely. Self-made this, you know, I manifested Mm. all these different words that people are coming up with. And I'm telling you, don't follow what man does because man is going to be up one day, down the next. Right, right. And ain't got no heaven or hell to put you in. All right, y'all. We are about to go ahead and head to our... This is my favorite part of the podcast. This is called Ad Tax. What you don't know is that all the while, this is our Million Dollar Conversations podcast. So we just running up the bill the whole time. And then just when you thought you had enough, we just going to add a little bit more. We're just going to go ahead and add the tags on top. You don't mind, do you? Because we don't. So um, this is a part of our podcast where we just talk about just some wisdom, um, some things that have been clarified for us, um, some some game to give y'all if we got any, um, and just anything of the sort. So Tweety, you got, you got any? You know, when you're innovative, you're not scared to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're, you're gonna do it differently but you're gonna do the same thing as somebody else but you're gonna be you mm-hmm. in that thing mm-hmm. so when you're able to innovate something you're able to channel in the you into that thing mm-hmm. and whatever business you're in I don't care if you do hair nails um, if you're a doctor if you're an engineer I don't know what you what you do for a career or if you haven't figured it out yet right do not I repeat, do not be scared of being innovative. Mm-hmm. You know, people laughed at Kanye West last year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's crazy. He's doing this. He got the MAGA hat. He's all up, you know, he's doing all these different things. We don't understand him. Mm-hmm. Just because somebody doesn't understand you doesn't mean that you ain't doing the right thing. <laughs> right, right, right. And a lot of people don't will not understand you. Not right. because... You don't make sense mm-hmm. is because they don't comprehend what you are doing. Yeah, exactly. They can't follow the moves. You playing chess, they're not even playing a game. Yeah. They're just busy watching you. Right. So with that being said, be innovative. As you can see, he's in the billionaire list. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are not. <laughs> right. There's right. a reason why. Right. That's all I got. Um, my ad tax is um Super simple. See it through. See see it through. There is going to be so many highs, so many lows, so many plateaus, so many dips, so many things you didn't see coming. 
um, but see it through. And and when the wind gets uh, tougher and it, everything just starts like getting fuzzy around you, keep doing what you know to do. If every day you are consistent in something, people don't people who have the whole like, you know, law of attraction situation and they talk about all that and everything, they have a principle correct. And my husband was telling me about this, um, about how people can mon- people can master principles um but miss God. And that's why that's how they can still um apprehend certain things that are in heavenly places because they have mastered a principle. And so when I'm saying all this to say, push through in the midst of whatever it is you're doing, in the midst of whatever it is you're pursuing, um, because don't just like it and love it when it's fun. Don't just like it and love it when it's easy. Love it when it's hard. That's a part of marriage too. That's like that. That's like, a, you know what I mean? The same energy you had when everything was fluffy and nice and this and that. Do that same thing when things feeling tough, when they when it feels like your back is against the wall. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, it could be marriage. It could be you trying to date. It could be you loving yourself and trying to come to the other end of that. It could be you and your family. It could be um, your business, your anything, growing in ministry, trying to figure out what your what your fruits are looking like and everything like that. You know, whatever it is for you, you in school, you in your career, push through because on the other end of opposition is something you need. Mm-hmm. On the other side. Yes. That's it. That's all I got. Anyway, y'all, we're going to go ahead and serve y'all, y'all invoice. Thank you again for tuning in another week of MDC Podcast. You know, we're going to be back with a lot more value, a lot more um, everything else that you never knew you needed. We love y'all. God bless. Take care of yourself and stay at home. Bye. Nothing beats freshly roasted coffee that's roasted locally, taken from local farmers and celebrated globally. We are the premier coffee brand for hustlers, innovators, visionaries, go-getters, everything in between. We developed our brand specifically for people who got a lot going on. That's why we call Hustle Blends, because everybody is blending something. So go ahead and take your favorite blend. We have Shot Collar, we have Buona Blend, Elevate, OG Hustle Blend, and Daily Grind. We want to walk with you throughout your day as you stay energized, innovative, and absolutely positively hustling to the brim. Check out Hustle Blends at www.hustleblends.com. Don't ever forget Hustle Blends with a Z. Thank you.